were happening now all of a sudden everybody is fighting DeSantis everyone is battling him everyone is sharing you know footage of what it looks like to live in Florida under DeSantis where was this energy where was this attention when the primaries were happening DeSantis literally won Osceola County and that place is practically little Puerto Rico people did not show up to vote yeah, there was a chance he was going to win regardless, especially when in 2020, every black and brown person could have voted for Biden in Florida and Trump still wins the state of Florida because of the overwhelming white support. Yes, that is a thing. He probably wins, but not by such a large margin and not with so many, you know, house seats and not with this much power. The man has everything. The Supreme Court, the House, the Senate, you name it. He has everything. Where was this energy when we're trying to resist and rebel against what was going to easily be the next couple years of him showing his Republican base that he is the next person to potentially be their candidate for the next election? Where was this energy? Where was it? All right. We didn't show up to vote. Voter turnout was abysmal. It was terrible. It was horrible. It was god-awful. And for people to now just be in shock and like, can you believe the DeSantis is doing this? Can you believe who he's picked? Yes! Of course! He has not changed all of a sudden. This has been him the whole time. And yet the Democratic Party did not spend enough time, energy, or did not spend enough of anything to try to push the voters in the Sunshine State to get them out of there. No attention. Florida, I've said this before, the Florida, the Florida Democrats and the Florida Independents we're left to die. We were left to get our butts whooped in the Sunshine State. We we were just... Biden made like one visit and poor Charlie Chris was practically getting outspent. He was getting outmanaged, outhustled, out everything. The Republican Party used a lot of their resources down here and the Dems did not. Even though the dangers were clear and even though, you know, he is beatable, but there was no focus down here. And now look what's happening. Now look what's happening. In one of the third most populated state, a state that receives, you know, a hundred million visitors a year is about to be a state that allows permitless carry. The same state that has that ex-president from Brazil that tried to form his own January 6th, 
lounging around over here, starting to collect some funds for when he decides to re-enter politics in Brazil. We have allowed this state to become this way. This state has become a Republican hotbed. It has become a right-wing Nazi hotbed. Have we seen all the anti-Semitic crap that's being posted on walls and buildings and around the state? Like, this is a mess. This is a complete mess. And now the media is complaining more about it. Now the Democratic Party is like, can you believe? Yes. Yes. Floridians have been screaming it from the rooftops for a while. And nothing. We were met with nothing. So my point is, like, just let them do, just let them do whatever they want at this point. It doesn't matter. And it's similar to this. Uh, so today, Ilhan Omar lost her position as part of the Foreign Committee and whatnot. Let them let the Republicans get rid of her. What does it matter? It doesn't matter. Let the Republicans continue to be mad at M&Ms. Let them continue to change their entire story as to what is the biggest problem in America. Watch them switch it out week to week. Let them thrash around. Let them do whatever they want. Let them pass whatever bill they want in the House because the Senate can easily block it and the President can easily veto it. Let them pass. Let them do whatever they want. It's They are their own worst enemy. They're fighting amongst themselves. Let them pass this dumb bill about, you know, eliminating all the taxes and just doing a straight up, uh, just a straight up 30% tax. Let them do it. Go ahead. Let them pass that bill and let it die in the Senate. Take it up in the Senate and show who is truly willing to go with some of these terrible, stupid ideas. Let them do it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter for that. It doesn't matter if they introduce all these bills because it dies in the Senate. Let them pass it. Go ahead. It's just the outrage is ridiculous because the the way it's being presented, it's as if the Republicans have enough power to pass something in the White House. They don't. They don't have the presidency. They don't have the Senate. Yeah, they have the Supreme Court. Sure. It won't but most of these things that the Republican Party, the extremists, the ridiculousness, you know, the Jewish space laser crew, the things that they want to pass, like it's it's not gonna survive anywhere else. Let it pass the house. Let them show who they truly are to the voters. Just let them do it. Go ahead. All it's going to do is present a case as to why they cannot be trusted in the next election. All it does is prove a case as to why one political party is trying to move on from the Trump years and the other party is just trying to continue to drag the United States down and halt all progress, moral, economic, racial, like there's no progress with this party and it's becoming more and more obvious so let them show who they are let them prove themselves let them do whatever they want i like really we should not be shocked we should stop having this like outrage it's a waste of time all it does is just piss people off i think every i think the entire approach has been wrong from the start 
Ilhan Omar, you did not deserve to lose that spot. Of course not. But you still have a voice. You have Instagram. You have Twitter. You can go on podcasts. You can do interviews. You can still say what you want to say. You can still speak out on things you want to speak out against. And for the next couple years, that's how you're going to present your message. And hopefully in the next election, you guys can gain back the House. And hopefully next election, you will take voter, you know, voter, you know, voter rights. You will take voter suppression more seriously and we will pass more measures so we can stop having dumbasses in the White House. How about that? You lose a seat because these Republicans are just angry pricks. Fine. There are still other ways to, you know, to display the injustices. There are still other ways to communicate. You know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is a classic example. She uses Instagram. She does Instagram Live. And she saves these long Instagram videos for anybody to watch. You can do a lot of things like that. It will not be as effective as actually having a seat and actually having a, you know, having a vote to push things forward. But nothing's going to, nothing's going to be accomplished for the next couple of years because of these redcoats, because of these traitors, because of these Nazis, these Nazi sympathizers. They're not going to do anything. All they're going to do is just thrash around and, you know, and rile up their angry little voter base that's increasingly shrinking. Let them do it. Let them pass these things. Let them do it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, this, you know, they have shown who they are. Let's stop pretending like we're shocked. It's over. That political party is controlled by terrorists and it is still, still at the mercy of that orange man who is in Florida, in Mar-a-Lago, and still fuming that the governor of Florida is probably going to run against him. Let them fight. Let them destroy each other politically. Keep going. Just keep, just let it happen. And yes, there's going, you know, there's going to be millions of Floridians that are going to be affected by the things happening under DeSantis. The effect of the things that are going to be passed in the House is not as significant because, as I've said, there's way too many roadblocks. There's too many things that are going to get in the way. But as for DeSantis, yes, there's going to be millions of people affected. Millions of kids are going to be affected. But what else are we going to do? What else can we do? Just let him pass whatever he wants to pass. And of course, get your best lawyers, get your best political lawyers, and just take this stuff up to court and hope for the best. But there's nothing else we can do. We had our chance and we blew it. We had our chance back in 2018 and we blew it. You know, Gilliam should have won. I, I'll discuss his shenanigans another time. But we had our chance to vote him out. Yeah, Charlie, Chris is my first vote, but there should have been more push, you know, for him. Like, Biden wasn't anybody's choice in the primaries, but we still pushed him around because that was the one thing that prevented us from Trump. But we didn't give Charlie Chris that same treatment. So now we're just reaping what we're sowing. And there's nothing else we can do. So just let him pass whatever he wants to pass. Start building your evidence. And when the time comes, when he wants to run for the presidency, bam, give, you know, display all the dumb things he's done and let him destroy himself because of all the actions that he has allowed with having all this power. 
with all the power that he has in this state. There's so many good changes he could make. But he's not going to focus on any of that. No Democrat, no Democratic leader, you know, like senator, governor in the United States has the power that DeSantis has over Florida. Nobody has, no Dem has such an advantage that he has right now. So let him show what happens when Republicans have full power. Watch it all fall apart. Florida's already been falling apart for a very long time. And secretly, it's been the tourism industry that has kept this state prepped, you know, prepped up, propped up, economically strong, economically, you know, decent. But once we hit a point, all it's going to take is that one tragic shooting. All it's going to take is that one tragic incident involving tourists. And you're going to see the, you're going to see fewer and fewer tourists coming to Florida. You're going to see consequences of these actions, of these measures that are being passed. And you're going to see Florida fall apart even deeper. And maybe by then, you'll have all the evidence that you need that the Republican Party, as it is, is a terrorist party. It is a party that does not want to improve things. It is only focused on money, only focused on power, and selfishly focused on themselves. That is it. More and more people are seeing it. The Republican Party is a much smaller base than the Democratic Party, and both of those are significantly smaller than what the independent base is. It's, it is an endangered species. This has been a recurring theme of something that I've said, but they are just a couple elections away, just a couple major voting bills away from being irrelevant. Just a couple added states away from just being nothing. Just being a memory. Being the next Whig party. You know, a party that existed, won an election or two, and gone. But let them do it. Like, it just doesn't accomplish much of anything for us to yell and be shocked. Because we know this is going to happen. Just let... just. Let let the children continue being children and let them thrash around and throw mud at each other. They'll eventually get tired. And once you once they get tired, you can pick them up, take them to bed, and take back control of the house. Simple as that. Let Taylor Green battle the, you know, the more centralized Republicans. Let McCarthy battle the fringe base. Let Trump battle DeSantis. Let them all kill each other. Politically, I mean. Just let it happen. (laughs) That's it. Stop being angry. Focus on some of the problems that we actually have and try to come up with solutions, even if the Republicans are not going to try to help these solutions. Present some ideas. Continue continue targeting the things that Americans want. Continue targeting the things that we're actually focused on. Just let just let just they're irrelevant. Even if they have some power in the White House, they're irrelevant. Just let them just let them do whatever they want. I don't care anymore. Like oh like Ilhan Omar, did you really want to stay in that committee? under a Republican house. Like, do you really want that spot? No, it's not. It's, nothing's going to happen. 
Just let them take it. Doesn't matter. We know who they are. We really do. And there'd be much less of them in the White House if it not if not for the gerrymandering. The only reason the Republicans even took the House is because of extreme gerrymandering that happens on um you know on a vast majority of these states. The Dems actually did a very very good job on the midterms, all things considering. They are on the upswing. Things are looking up. If it really wasn't for those damn files found on Biden's house, like there the momentum would be super strong and it would have carried them for the rest of this year. Just watch. As things continue to recover, it'll be fine. It will be fine. We may not pass much of anything in the house. Fine. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Biden can veto. The Senate can veto. Just, it'll be fine. And who knows? Maybe some more Republicans that will be tired of the shtick will try to help with, you know, will try to work with the Democrats to try to get something across the finish line. <clears throat> the point of this tirade is there should have been more of this focus and energy during the primaries and it just wasn't there especially in Florida and now we're just going to have to put up with the consequences period <clears throat> but it doesn't have to be this daily shock value thing it can just easily be this alright they did this 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 but let's focus on this and see how we can fix this Let's focus on infrastructure. Let's focus on climate change. Let's focus on renewable, you know, renewables, renewables. Let's focus on this. Let's focus on this. Let's just let them, let them in fight. Um, today was a sad day. Like, you know, once again, the, <laughs> there's one party that still hasn't fully recovered from 9-11, that still hasn't evolved or hasn't grown from the Bush W era of the way people observe like Muslims and people from the Middle East it is what it is like if Ilhan Omar was a white woman it just this doesn't happen none of this happens it is the truth the squad has looked like has been villainized the squad has become the target of the Republican party especially AOC especially Ilhan because they're women of color and because they are very progressive and because they are very vocal about what they want. Hell, they seem to scare the Democratic Party. But the Republicans have not grown up. They will not grow up because as long as the grift works, as long as the grift makes the money, they, they will never grow up. This is who they are. This is who they're going to become for the rest of time for the rest of modern history and all we have to do is try to pass laws and try to find openings find ways to ensure that they just don't have that power anymore period hope you're all doing well have a good night stay away from twitter <laughs> it's a dark place
two-parter. So, I discussed the Republican Party, I discussed DeSantis, now it's time to talk about unions. Um, I don't believe in coincidences anymore, and therefore it cannot be a coincidence that just moments after the Orange County Convention Center made it $18 minimum wage, that Disney's union rejected the latest proposal from Disney uh, by an overwhelming 95% disapproval. This is incredible. This is something else. And it's proof that um, this is not the unions of yesteryear. I, I have had my gripes with Disney's union for quite some time. But this current group, this current batch, whatever, whoever is running the show, they're doing it right. Because the cost of living in Florida has gone up exponentially. And for the record, you know, I enjoy going to Disney. I enjoy going to Disney Springs. Disney has provided a lot of opportunities for me and my father, especially my father who's still with them. So... Um, don't send this to Disney, by the way. <laughs> There's an advantage to me not being popular at all, and I can you know, I can discuss this and not risk anything for now. But as much as I do enjoy going to Disney, it is time to acknowledge that Disney has definitely not returned the favor for a very long time. And I think that we're at a moment in history of Florida that it's time that they start paying their fair share. And I don't just mean taxes. They need to start paying their employees significantly better. They need to start investing significantly more in the you know territory around them. And they need to they need to show off. They need to show that they actually care. Because Enough is enough. We have thousands of Disney workers, thousands of theme park workers in general, because I'm going to lug in Universal and SeaWorld into this conversation. But there are thousands of us that are whether homeless or living in hotels. And uh, that's not a proper way to live. Living, you know, week to week in a hotel. This is not the way to do it. There, that's unacceptable. And these giant corporations that make so much money while being situated in a city that receives 50 million visitors a year, you know, pre-pandemic, and while living in a state that receives over 100 million visitors a year, you know, pre-pandemic. We'll get there. We'll get to these numbers soon. We will. But this state receives... 90 to 100 million visitors a year from different states, from different countries, different nationalities, races, you name it. We get people from all over the world. Disney makes fantastic money. SeaWorld could be making more money if they don't shoot themselves in the foot so often, but SeaWorld makes good money. Universal makes very good money. They're all doing very well. And enough is enough. 15 bucks an hour is just not going to cut it in the Florida that we're living in. 
And all of this was preventable. This the situation that we're at right now could have been preventable, could have been prevented. But of course, Universal and Disney, they throw their hat in the political ring and they give their money to both parties. Even though one has been running Florida for quite some time and has been running it to the ground and it has been obvious from since the George W. Bush era that this political party has one goal and the goal is not to improve Florida, but it is to turn Florida into a Republican heaven for rich people. That's, that is their goal. That is their end game. It is not a coincidence that as prices have gone down in the United States, prices are going up in Florida. It is not a coincidence that rent has gone up over 40%. Listen closely. 40% in Orlando, Central Florida, and in Miami. Come on now. Come on now. And this is me, some random schmuck who can go around the internet, who can research these things and can look at the numbers and can communicate with politicians who have access to these numbers. I'm just some schmuck who knows this. And now you know that these bosses at Disney and Universal, they know this as well. They know their employees are suffering. They know how much money they're making and how much they're profiting and how much they can squeeze out of their workforce to maximize profits. They know how much we're suffering. And they have let this happen. They have not fully voiced their concerns on the political issues that we've had plaguing the state for quite some time, whether it be the gerrymandering, whether it be the voter suppression, whether it be adding a few laws so that measures that Floridian voters voted for suddenly have new obstacles. Floridian voters voted so that people who serve their time in jail are allowed to vote again. And what did DeSantis do? Added more obstacles. Created essentially a poll tax. Basically no response from Disney Universe or any any of these giant corporations. Enough is enough. And it pains me. Because these companies have so much wealth. They have so much so much access to resources. Can you imagine a Disney that decided to turn celebration into a into a town that's full of cast members? Instead of building all these houses for rich people, why didn't you just build all these affordable houses and affordable apartments in this centralized space close to your land? Why didn't you build this for cast members? Why didn't you build cheaper housing? I've had so many opportunities for this. And it's funny because now Universal and Disney had inv- have invested, you know, land and money into building affordable uh affordable apartments and housing for for cast members and for, you know, for central Floridians living in, you know, terrible circumstances. Why wasn't why wasn't this happening before? This should have been a thing back in 2000. This should have been a thing when the economy crashed back in 2009. This should have been a thing. This should they should have started this when COVID happened. And people were dying out in the streets and people were running out of cash. 
so many opportunities for these companies to show that they actually do care. So many opportunities for them to give back as a thank you for allowing them to succeed so well. No tourist destination in the world receives more visitors or creates more wealth than Florida. Not one. You could not name one. The closest equivalent would probably be Las Vegas. But not one. Florida makes money hand over fist through tourism. Florida lives or dies through tourism. So therefore, these companies have power. And they should be throwing this power into trying to make it better for the people who live here. To try to make it cheaper for the people who live here. As we serve for these companies. As we serve these, you know, these guests from all over the world. That is the right thing to do. And it hasn't happened. And we've seen it for decades. There are parts of Kissimmee that are within like five miles of Disney territory. And they look awful. Just tourist traps everywhere. Small motels and hotels that have not been like fixed or enhanced in decades. Full of cast members. Full of theme park workers who can't afford a decent living space. This is why I4 is the mess that it is. You can construct, you can enhance all the roads you want. You can add a, you know, specialty like express lane. You can do whatever you want. But if we're being priced out and having to move further and further away from our destination from where we work, it's the traffic will just continue being awful. Have you seen the exits to I-4 when you're heading westbound during rush hour, like outside of Disney, it's a nightmare. It is an absolute nightmare. And it happens because people have had to move out to Davenport, to Haines City, to the edges of Kissimmee, to the deepest regions of Poinciana, even in some extreme cases to Lakeland. I used to work with somebody who lives in Tarpon Springs and was driving to Disney. That's an hour away. That's north of Tampa. This is unacceptable. It's so frustrating. I hate being like negative about this. But this is exactly why I am screaming from the mountaintops. I need Bernie Sanders. I need the squad. I need all the pro-union people to make their way down here. Because if this is going to become the heaven for rich Republicans, then it should also be a battleground for progressives as to how we how we should be compensated financially and it's and and the biggest battle should be happening in Disney they should be demanding 20 to 23 bucks an hour and i'm pretty sure they'll settle on 18 but i think they're going to fight for 20 it should at least be 20 20 bucks an hour from the jump and don't tell me that none of these companies can afford to pay their employees 20 bucks an hour. Because I owe you a story. Fun little story. When Magic Kingdom opened in 1971, Disney didn't owe anyone anything after the construction of that park. They had somehow miraculously paid off all their debts. There's some really smart money. They're really smart 
people in ter- in charge of finances in Disney, like back in the day. And another example will come up later when Reedy Creek, when that situation hits full gear and DeSantis tries to dismantle it and realizes that he has way more obstacles he has to fight through because of the contract that was signed way back when. But back to the topic. 1971, Magic Kingdom opening, the very first ticket sold was a profit. The first ticket on the first day of Magic Kingdom was a profit. You cannot tell me that the Walt Disney Company does not have the resources or wealth to pay their employees 20 bucks an hour because it is such a lie. It's an extreme lie. It's absolute lunacy for you to think that. That company has so much money it'll make you sick. And Universal and SeaWorld make fantastic money. Universal makes oh, very, very good money. And of course, they're backed by Comcast, which has more money than God. But Disney, man, Disney's wealth is obscene. It's layers deeper than you could ever imagine, unless you've actually worked for the company and have actually snooped around the numbers. But I need these unions to fight harder and harder because... It's not going to get better. Florida is not going to get better under DeSantis and under the next four years of Republican rule. It's not going to get better. I'm sorry. I I don't want to be pessimistic, but this man is trying to be president so damn bad. And he's willing to fight anyone and anything pointlessly because that's how these redcoats win win some, uh, you know, win their voters. Through petty little fights, not necessarily through like great ideas. It's hilarious because DeSantis is a smarter version of Trump. He actually, you know, the first term there have been some things he passed. He is not a he's not a dummy. He just caters to dummies. And that's why you have like the, the stupid pictures of him walking down this aisle at a at a Bucky's. Like, oh, yes, you know, an upcoming weekend in free Florida. The man's not even carrying a basket. Why are you shopping in the chip aisle if you don't have a cart or a basket anyway? DeSantis is smarter than, you know, than he likes people to believe. He is a shrewdly smart man. Which makes it all the more dangerous and all the more ridiculous because he because DeSantis knows what's going on in Florida. He knows. He just doesn't care. It's part of the strategy. It's part of the big picture. And Disney is intelligent enough. Universal is intelligent enough. SeaWorld is smart enough. They're all smart enough to know everything that's happening in this state. All the suffering that we're going through. The ridiculous rise in prices and pretty much every aspect of life the difficulties of even navigating through through highways through i-4 trying to get from point a to point b they know fully aware but they don't care and so if they don't care if they're not going to improve this relationship between the employees and the these employers then it is time for payback it is time for vengeance It is time to get our money's worth. 20 bucks an hour at least. That's what it should be. And I wish, and I know, (laughs) 
Um, my man, Bernie Sanders, infamously does not like Florida at all. He probably knows that, you know, it's a, it's a pointless situation for him to go down there. Um, but I need him to come down here. I need, I need this fight to go more public. I need this story of the union fighting for at least 18 bucks an hour to make the news more often than all the stupid nonsense DeSantis is doing. I need this to go. I need this to go national. And I hope this is just the beginning, because once Disney reaches that deal, however long that may be, then the other dominoes are gonna fall, and you're gonna see minimum wage in Florida being higher than the state average, and that's in a state controlled fully by Republicans. The fight for progressive economics in terms of helping the middle and lower class, it should be right here. Florida should be ground zero for this. Because as I've said, if they're going to turn this into this, you know, tax haven for rich people, then we're going to turn this into this battleground for the way we should be compensated, the middle and lower classes. I am rooting rooting, begging that this fight continues until they get 20 bucks an hour. I am I am hoping so badly for this. But we shall see what happens. We shall see. <clears throat> it is it's been it's been rough. It has been a rough past few years, especially as somebody who's worked for theme parks, especially as someone who's worked for food and beverage. There's recent reports in which there's a shortage of over 2 million workers in food and beverage. That is an astronomically high number. But it's been rough. And I think everyone's patience, especially in food and beverage, especially in theme parks, our patience is wearing thin. Literally in 2020, just a few months after everything shut down, the theme parks were among the first places to open. And there's lots of people that work in these parks, and they know lots of people who got sick, and they know plenty of people who passed away. Food and beverage, that industry in general, lost so many people. It's it's such a mind-boggling number of people who passed away on this department in particular that we haven't even fully recovered from it mentally as well as of course you know as i mentioned the 2 million dollar the 2 million person gap between how many people are needed to complete the workforce in the united states we've lost people like i know people who died it's it's been rough and for these companies to pretend like everything is back to normal yeah 15 bucks an hour is not, no not anymore not anymore you donated money to this political party that have that has turned this into a a hellhole a giant hellscape of debt you donated money to the party that wants this so you're going to pay us You are going to increase your pay. You're going to treat the workers better. This is what has to happen. 
or the reckoning that has been going on in the labor force in the past couple years post covid is just own, it's just going to get worse is going to be a reckoning this is my prediction in 2023 and it's going to get ugly I don't know how much longer the theme parks can continue operating as if we can go back to normal because it's just not going to happen. There's going to be a reckoning and I'm not sure if these theme parks are prepared for it. I'm rooting for the union, Disney union. I'm rooting for you guys. I hope you get the 20. I really do. As for the rest of you, have a wonderful night. Count your blessings. Hug your families. And mourn those that we have lost because of the extreme capitalism that dared defy the pandemic and forced us to re-enter the world when we didn't have to. And it cost way more people than than it ever should have. Have a good night. Power to the people. Vote Bernie. Thank you.